0: Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: We have Josh Palmer at number 13 here. Now, Mike Williams is going to be out for a few weeks, right? Mm -hmm. So... What do you think Josh Palmer's role is going to be while he's out?
2: I think he's he's not going to be the talent, obviously, that Mike Williams is, but he's going to step right into that workload. You know, we talked about Josh Palmer being a guy that you could add with Keenan Allen out, and then Mike Williams was starting alongside him. Now Keenan Allen's supposed to be back, right, this week? so That's the hope, yeah. Yeah, the hope. I mean, that's been the hope the past few weeks, that he should be back. But he's coming off the bye. I think Keenan Allen's going to be back, and Josh Palmer should be able to operate as a nice wide receiver too um to keenan allen's wide receiver one in this offense hopefully the bye week does some work some wonders for justin justin herbert and the offense looks a little bit better than it has been it's not just the austin eckler show because he's been doing all the work for the offense he's been doing the heavy lifting which isn't a problem you know we'd like to see austin eckler do his thing but if we need to get somebody involved i think it's going to be josh palmer in the chargers offense and he could have a nice floor for you um this next these next few weeks uh, assuming mike williams is going to be out that long we're not sure how long he's going to be out i don't think exactly, but. um you know, as long as he's out, Josh Palmer should be a pretty good start for you moving forward.
1: Well, you know, they said that at le- that he's gonna be out for at least four weeks. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if they were including the bye week or not. Yeah, uh, but you know, it could be longer, right? It could it could linger more. Like if they're already declaring this high ankle sprain as a four week injury, it could be more than that, right? That's and I what wouldn't I'm be thinking. surprised if it was. Yeah. Uh, so Josh Palmer right now could be somebody that you pick up and you you start right like right away as a potential wide receiver three. Now, the good thing is that he's going to step into right right into Mike Williams' uh, spot, right? Yeah. And that's kind of what, what the hope is there. You know, before, what was happening was that when Keenan Allen was out, Mike Williams would be on the field. Josh Palmer would be on the field at the same time on the perimeter. And then you had Jalen Guyton playing the slot in most of these games without Keenan Allen, right? Early yeah. on, it was it was um, Palmer in the slot, and they kind of switched it up. So now... The primary perimeter wide receiver is going to be uh, was going to be Josh Palmer mm-hmm. instead of Mike Williams. You know what I'm saying? So it's a little bit different now when it, when Keenan Allen was in was out of the game. So um, Josh Palmer is going to be playing a different role. He's going to be looked at differently, right? As that primary outside guy. And Austin Eckler said it himself. Uh, he was on I think he was on reception the reception perception podcast. Uh, you know from Matt Harmon. By the way, that's a great podcast. You guys should check check that out. Um, but he was on that podcast, and he basically no, it, it wasn't the reception perception podcast. It was the Yahoo Fantasy Forecast podcast. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. uh, with Matt Harmon. He he has two podcasts. He, he the guy's an animal. Um, yeah. but he said there. He said, "Hey, listen, who should we pick up?" Right, and he said, "Hey, Josh Palmer's the guy." He also said it on Matthew Berry's show as well on um on on NBC Sports Edge, basically saying like, "Hey, who should we pick up?" He said, "Hey, it's going to be Josh Palmer because he's kind of stepping into Mike Williams' role." Yeah. So, um. I think Josh Palmer is definitely somebody that we should be picking up. Maybe, maybe we should move him. Maybe the way we're talking about him, I feel like we should be moving
2: him up a little bit. (laughs) Maybe I I think so. You know, there's your little insider trading. Who would you rather pick
1: up this week, Josh Palmer or Romeo Dubs?
2: Josh Palmer, I think. I mean, Romeo Dubs, Josh Palmer,
1: or or Robinson.
2: I'd go with Wondell Robinson. I think that that's just me. Just because it seems
1: like it seems like Romeo Dubs, uh, Josh Palmer's in the right spot.
2: Yeah. I, I would rather pick josh up palmer or josh Roman palmer
1: Day. josh palmer or devin duvernay
2: i think devin duvernay okay because he's cool. like the de facto wide receiver one for the ravens you know obviously it's not an excellent passing volume offense but um i think that he has a safer workload than maybe josh palmer even though josh palmer is going to be a wide receiver two, and he has justin herbert throwing to him i think devin duvernay you know he's been getting it done a few weeks this season already josh palmer's been his ceiling's been relatively limited but he has a floor. Where Devin Duvernay, if he scores a touchdown, I think his ceiling's just a bit higher than maybe Josh Palmer. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um we have James Cook here at number 14 and you know, he's another one. He's another one who we're talking about like hey, stash this guy at this point. I think we we're, we're at that point where we can start stashing James Cook. And that wasn't the case before the buy. Yeah. But now after the buy, so that's we have two straight weeks now of What's his name? Zach. We have two straight weeks now of Zach Moss being inactive. Okay, and mm-hmm. James Cook is the the primary running back behind Devin Singletary at this point, and he got a little bit of run in this game, right? He played, you know, twenty five percent of snaps, which is his season high. Uh, he had six opportunities, and on those six opportunities, he made it happen, right? Five yeah. carries for thirty five yards, one catch for forty one yards, right? So like mm-hmm. the dude. This is the reason why we were hiring him coming into the league, and um, he's somebody that at this point, if Devin Singletary were to get hurt, I think James Cook has massive, massive upside. Um, and it seems it also seems like they're kind of working him into the offense a little bit more. Right? right now, the Bills have been in talks to potentially trade for a running back. Right, we we we, we heard Christian McCaffrey's name. We heard Antonio Gibson's name. Uh, there was a couple other running backs that we heard, uh, you know, potentially being traded to the Bills. Right. So if that doesn't happen, I think James Cook, as the season moves on, is going to be start is going to start to be more involved in this offense.
2: Yeah, I will know for sure. James Cook's fate, you know, in a few hours. But I I think you're right. You know, he flashed that receiving ability that we talked about, you know, coming out that he looked like he was going to be the nice receiving back that the Bills needed. And he was he was good on the ground, too. You know, he averaged seven yards of carry. So it wasn't that bad. Um, he still needs to get his usage up a little bit for me. I think this is definitely a stash play. You're not going to be able to pick him up and start him and anytime soon these next few weeks. But, you know, as you get to the fantasy playoffs and, you know, things tend to change. It looks like the bye week did what it needed to do to get James Cook a few more touches. Um, you know, they tend to help the rookies, like you said about, uh, was it last week? So I think that we can continue to see James Cook's touches go up and just, you know, him being on the field, his snaps could go up, too. I think Devin Singletary is good, but, you know, it looks like they're moving to more of a two headed attack. Zach Moss, like you said, inactive the past two weeks. Um, I never thought he was going to contend much anyway. I was surprised the first few weeks where he was actually still playing over James Cook. I I think James Cook is in a pretty good spot right now to be a potential contributor to your team um, down the stretch run. Yeah, exactly.
1: And and Isaiah Pacheco, you know, similar sentiments with him, although if there was an injury somewhere else in that backfield, whether it was CEH or whether it was uh it was Jared McKinnon, you know, this still will likely be a a timeshare in in that backfield. However, Pacheco, he got the start before the bye. They're going through they went through the bye, and now those snaps might go up this week. So if you pick Pacheco up. You, you might have been discouraged with the usage. I wasn't expecting a whole lot last week, personally. But moving forward, after the buy, we might see that move up a little bit. So I have to stash to see what his usage looks like in week nine.
2: Yeah, there's no reason not to stash Isaiah Pacheco. You know, they called him the starter, was it two weeks ago? Obviously, they were on by last week, but they called yep. him the starter. So that's obviously good news. The workload didn't shift very much, but it shows that they have a little trust in Isaiah Pacheco moving forward. I'm not expecting, a, like you said, we have him as a long-term ad. It's the same situation, like we said, with James Cook. He's not going to contribute for you, like, exactly these next few weeks. But over the stretch run, he has the ability to do that. We'll see how things go because there's really no clear talent in this chief's backfield that's going to take over and maintain most of the workload. It's changed every week and it's going to continue to do that. But if anybody, I think if I had to pick somebody that's going to, you know, kind of step up and stand out from the crowd, I think it would be Isaiah Pacheco.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: I have Evan Ingram here at number 16. He's been getting it done on the low uh, yeah. over the past several weeks. Um, if you're looking at his his target share, 21% target share this past week. He caught the touchdown and before that, Evan Ingram has been, you know, pretty consistent, you know, over the past several weeks. Let's see. So, last week, 4 for 55 in a touchdown. The week before, 4 for 67 on 7 targets. The week before, 5 for 40. The week before, 6 for 69 on 10 targets. So, the dude's gonna, the, the dude's a tight end one moving forward. Maybe a top 8, top 9 tight end at this point, right? So, right. someone that you should pick up if you need a tight end um you know i was able to use him in the bye and he, he came through for me so evan ingram is somebody that you should pick up if you need a tight end and you could potentially start him every week and i wouldn't really consider him you know de- uh, dependent on the matchup either
2: no he's not matchup dependent at all you know he perf- he performed well against you know denver and new york and then he went out and performed just about the same against houston and houston was not a high scoring game at all um if you recall i think it was the game that finished was it like was it six to three or something like that? I remember it was a really low scoring game um, between Houston and Jacksonville, but regardless of the matchup, you say, yeah, he's, he's going to perform. He's going to get it done for each week. I think it's funny that we're calling a guy that's scoring like nine, 10, 11 points on a weekly basis, like a tight end one. It feels weird, but that's just the way things are in, in the NFL landscape right now. I think that Evan Ingram, you know, Trevor Lawrence clearly is looking for him even over guys like Christian Kirk for some reason, which I think is a little weird, but, um, if that's where he's going to be, you know, Evan Ingram's going to continue to get these targets, then yeah, he should be a starter. And if you're sitting on your waiver wire, you just, you, there's no reason to let that go because chances are you, you don't have a better tight end.
1: Donovan Peoples Jones, I have him here at number 17. He would be a lot higher if the Browns weren't on bye this week. Okay. I just want to say that right now. Okay. Donovan Peoples Jones, we've been talking about him every week too. Mm-hmm. And somebody that should have been picked up. Okay. Last night, four for 81. The week before. Six for seventy-one the week before. Four for seventy-four. Four for fifty. Five for seventy-one. Right. He had a couple bad games against Pittsburgh and the Jets, but I think he was hurt, if I'm not mistaken. And then week one, he had eleven targets, went six for sixty. So, the dude is a big play machine. Okay, he's averaging. I'm looking at how many receptions yards yards per target. He's at nine point one yards per target. He's at fourteen yards per touch. The dude is getting it done. Okay. And uh, when Deshaun Watson comes back, his ceiling goes up even more. Okay, yeah. so somebody that is a short-term ad and a long-term ad, somebody mm-hmm. who could whose value can go up further, right? Um, yeah. This isn't this wasn't the best matchup for Browns wide receivers in this game against Cincinnati, but he got it done for you, right? And yeah. if you've been bet, if you if you've been betting the props on the overs on receiving <laughs> guards every single week with DPJ, you're bringing a lot of money, and he's been winning me money, and that's why I love him.
2: Yeah, to I, I was gonna say. Not only is he performing for fantasy, but he's also winning you your picks. You know, and the every, single yeah. <laughs> every single week. Yeah, every single week. Doesn't matter how many catches he gets. He gets six catches. No. He goes for seventy-one, four for eighty-one. Like you said, he's yeah. just getting. He's like chunk yardage. You know, master. You know, he's, don't
1: he's don't bet the over on receptions. Just bet the over on on yardage, yardage. With, yeah.
2: with Donovan Peoples Jones. Yeah, that's where he's gonna be. And people, you know, I think you just mentioned, you know, Deshaun Watson. People don't realize how close he is to returning. And that that ceiling could be going up a lot sooner than people realize. You know, I think he comes back, um, is it four weeks out right now? Um, this might be a nice spot. I'm not saying you have to go buy Donovan People's Jones because he's probably sitting on the waiver wire, but if you go pick him up, you know, that could appreciate very quickly over the stretch run. I think that you could end up having a nice receiver. And he's good right now. You know, past four out of the past five weeks, he scored over eleven points for you. And he's not getting like ridiculous amounts of targets. He is, like you said. A big play machine, and he's going to get it done, even with Jacoby Brissett, at quarterback, and Amari Cooper doing his thing. You know, he had a good night last night. So, he's not dependent on Amari Cooper having a bad night. He's going to produce, you know, week in and week out. He's like the ideal flex play if you don't have any um, higher upside players. We have
1: Greg uh, Dulcich at 18. Um, I would have him over Evan Ingram, but the Broncos are on a bye. This week. Yeah. Um, so just keep that in mind. When you're picking him up, you can't play him this week. Okay. Uh, but he has upside. In his first couple games in the NFL, he's beginning the target share, he's beginning the production. And when a young tight end is coming to league as a rookie, doing that on an offense that isn't producing, you got to pay attention. Okay. So he's mm-hmm. somebody that you got to pick up. If you need a tight end, Evan Ingram's not available to play this week. You can pick up Dulcich to play uh starting in week 10. That's how I would, I would play it. I have Latavius Murray here at number 19. You know, he's just a running back that you can kind of plug in if you need to. Um, you know, he he gets goal line carries here and there. He's sharing the load with Melvin Gordon right now. Again, the Broncos are on a bye. So if you need a running back for, you know, if, you, if you're just in need of a running back and he's available in your waiver wire, which you shouldn't be in most competitive leagues, but I did see him available in more than 50% of leagues on a lot of platforms. So pick him up, keep him on your bench. He doesn't have a ton of upside unless Melvin Gordon gets hurt. But, you know, he has, you know, 12 to 15 carries and a potential touchdown in him on a week-to-week basis right now.
2: Yeah, and this is the type of workload you expect from any running back, you know, that's working behind somebody else. Um, This is a committee, you know, even though Melvin Gordon is there, Latavius Murray is going to be able to get it done for you, I think, these couple of next weeks moving forward. I'm not betting on him long-term. I think he's more of a short-term ad for me. I don't think that his ceiling is very high, and I'm not going to be, you know, like – excited starting him in my lineup but if I had to you know I wouldn't be upset about it either I think that he can get it done for you obviously he's had two good weeks um two all right defenses you know the Jets were playing pretty well uh last week the Jags they're, they're in a lot of trouble this season but um at least the way it looked compared to the beginning of the season but I think moving forward that you know Latavius Murray he could be a, he's, he's a solid fantasy producer for you if you need him uh, I, I wouldn't be you know excited about it though if I had to start him
1: no, I wouldn't be excited either. But but if you're in dire straits, you got to do what you got to do. Same thing with Caleb yeah. Huntley. I have him here as a short-term ad because, you know, he's. if you need production at the running back position, obviously, you know, if I had to choose between who I want on, on, on in this backfield as of right now, outside of Cordell Patterson, who, by the way, might be coming back soon, just keep an eye on that. Yeah. Um, you know, you want Tyler Algier over Caleb Huntley, but Algier isn't available on most waiver wires. However, it's it's a near 50-50 split between these two guys. Algier is the primary passing down back between the two. So Caleb Huntley, you know, he can get you 10 to, you know, 15 carries in a game with given how run-heavy this Atlanta offense is. So, yeah. you know, Caleb Huntley can be somebody that you can start uh, in, in a pinch uh, as a, you know, low-end RB3. Yeah,
2: and it's – it's all right to start Caleb Huntley in a pinch if you need to, because you know the Falcons' offensive line suddenly so they're just mauling guys. He ran for 91 yards and 16 carries. That's pretty, it's pretty good clip. You know, I think that's like five, a little over five yards a carry. So I, yeah. I think that Caleb Huntley's gonna be able to get it done for you, even though he's not getting the receiving work. You know, that's clearly gone to Tyler Algier. But um, he's 16 carries is pretty good. And two weeks ago he had 16 carries as well. You know, it's gonna be a little bit sporadic, you know, his workload. But when he does get it, it looks like he's gonna be able to produce for you at an at a nice rate.
1: He's also going up against the Chargers this week, uh, and we know the Chargers are are the worst rushing defense in the NFL. Uh, you know when it comes to defending running backs, they're giving up the most yards per carry to running right. backs. So Caleb Huntley, you know, can be a, a decent flex play for you, uh, or you know, a desperate RB two if you need to fill your lineup. Right. All right. Um, and that's pretty much it. That's that's all we got. Those are our top twenty waiver wire pickups. If you have any questions or anything like that, you know we'll be putting up our waiver wire post on Instagram. You can go check out uh, our Instagram page and put your comments there, your questions there. We'll try to get to you. Uh, but but outside of that, that's all we got. So we appreciate you guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys tomorrow for our buy and sell episode. You know Players that we're looking to buy, players we're looking to sell, and, and we'll see you there. Thanks a lot for listening. If you can rate and review the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, that would mean the world to us on whatever platform that you listen on. And take it easy, guys. We'll talk to you soon. See ya.